the mountain. Hey, it's Brett here inviting you to come on in to Mountain Zen Den, where you'll find inspiration for connecting with nature for mindfulness and personal transformation. Naturally. So how's it going for you today? It's a little chilly outside today here in northern Colorado, below freezing, and the snow is coming down gently, a couple inches on the ground already, and we're here at the base of the Rocky Mountains. And it just makes me really grateful that I have a cozy studio here that I'm able to sit and talk to you with our little snuggly studio cat, Gabby. She's uh, a little princess just sitting here beside me. If you hear her happen to purr or brow every now and then, that's, that's what that is. It's not a mountain lion, just letting you know. <laughs> so we're here today to talk a little bit about cultivating simplicity. And uh, I don't know if you're like me, you may find it challenging to keep up with everything that's on your to-do list. You ever feel tired and exhausted, overwhelmed, undersatisfied, and overworked just so you can pay the bills and find a little happiness in life? Like Henry David Thoreau, I love a broad margin to my life. Simplicity can mean so many different things to people. We go searching for it in exterior things. If I could just declutter and get rid of all this junk in my life, or if I just didn't have to work two jobs to keep up, or my favorite, if I could just get away from all this madness to a cabin in the mountains for a weekend. If, 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 all these longings and remedies are wonderful temporary solutions, but the truth is, simplicity can be had right now, right here, and it begins on the inside. Let me ask you, when was the last time you felt the joy of true simplicity in your life? Was there ever a time when life felt calmer, slower, less demanding, and more meaningful? Some of my favorite childhood memories are of visiting my grandparents in West Virginia. It was about a two and a half hour drive from our house, full of anticipation and beauty along the way. I knew we were getting close when we would drive through Berkeley Springs, past the old haunted Berkeley Castle, and cross the Great Capon River. From there, it was only a few more miles down a country dirt road, through the woods with no other houses in sight of it. It felt like it was out in the middle of nowhere, and I loved it. It's where I learned to drive a car as a ten-year-old. In fact, one of my favorite memories of visiting my grandparents was the time my father stopped the car in the middle of the road about a half mile before we got to their place. I knew something big was up when he and my mom got out and he leaned in and said, Go surprise Grandma. We'll see you there in a couple minutes. I couldn't believe it. This is a 10-year-old boy's dream come true. And yes, I believe Grandma was quite surprised to see her 10-year-old grandson pull into her driveway driving a 1960-something black Corvair. But then again, maybe not. Times were simpler then. I treasure those memories of seeing Grandpa in his workshop, and I'd walk in and he'd look up and ask, uh, what do you want? And I'd say, nothing. And with a twinkle in his eye, in his characteristic, humorous Grandpa fashion, would say, well, get it and get out. <laughs> I also have fond memories of helping Grandma go out to the garden and pick green beans for dinner and making blackberry pie, and in her precious Southern Virginia accent would say, we're going to have pie for dessert. One of my favorite things was sitting out on the front porch at dusk, listening to the whippoorwill's lonely call, gazing at the soft candlelight emanating from my great-grandmother's cabin in the woods across the ro dirt road from my grandparents, 
Bats would come out and swoop for insects, performing a nighttime aerial show, and it just was magic to me. I loved shooting cap guns and BB guns and playing with my uncle's plastic army men and cowboys and Indians and horses in the dirt. I don't know why, but it would upset me when I found so many among his collection that had heads and arms and legs missing because he wanted to make them look realistic. I always complained to Grandma about that, and she'd just say, Oh, and she'd laugh about it. No matter. Everything was an adventure, and everything was simple. As I look back, I realize it's not that life was easy for us. There were still bills to pay, school to attend, and grades to be made, and jobs to show up for, doctor's appointments and meals to make, and on and on. It just seemed simpler. I don't think I'm just being nostalgic either. I treasured it then, and I treasure it now. We take so many things for granted. Face it, in so many ways today, we really have it good. No, we have it great especially compared to our grandparents and ancestors, those pioneers who faced the unbelievable challenges to make way for new opportunities and a better future for us. And what are we doing with that future? Squandering it on things and on the pursuit of more and more, all while feeling less and less. Less joy, less tranquility, less purpose in meaningful moments in life, and less quality in our relationships. Boils down to less simplicity. There I said it, less simplicity. Leonardo da Vinci said, simplicity is the ultimate form of sophistication. All of our technology, our knowledge and experience has actually dumbed us down and made us less sophisticated, not more. Have you ever read the Stoics? Aristotle, Plato and Socrates. How about Shakespeare, Emerson and Thoreau? These great minds, without the benefits of technology, TV, smartphones, and all the comforts of life that we feel we can't live without, all these guys lived superb and meaningful lives. Their philosophy and observations and ability to convey them were nearly superhuman. Their minds and lives weren't cluttered with superfluous and meaningless drivel. There was meat in everything they thought and spoke, and it was based in simplicity. They had time to think. Okay, I'm done preaching. Can you tell I'm a bit passionate about this? Not that I practice what I preach every day. I just long for simplicity and broad margins in my life. I seek to perfect the art of slowing down. And that's what we're going to do in today's meditation. So, as we seek to cultivate simplicity in our garden of well-being, ask yourself today, what areas in my life are keeping me from living in simplicity? How can I downsize and declutter my internal as well as my external life? That begins with meditation, by the way. So, if you're ready, whether you are a true minimalist or just want to slow down, simplify and declutter your life a bit from the inside out, let's begin. Find a comfortable place and sit with your feet firmly planted and your spine erect. Now, close your eyes. Draw in three or four deep, cleansing breaths through your nose and exhale through your mouth.
do it again. As you do, feel your heart slow down. Do an entire body scan, noticing every part of your body, from the tips of your toes, all the way up to the top of your head. And just do your best to relax and release any tension you may notice there. Turn to your natural breath and allow your body to sink deeper into whatever is supporting you. And focus on your breathing. Can you picture a simpler time in your life? If you can't ever remember having that feeling of simplicity, maybe you can visualize what it would look like for you and just how it would feel Feel the warmth and stillness. Feel the safety. Feel the wonder and see the beauty of the natural world all around you. Stay in this place for as long as you can. Welcome back. So did you enjoy taking a few minutes to slow down and just simplify? You know, being deliberate about creating and cultivating a simple life and simplicity in your life is not complicated, but it does take work, daily work. And I challenge you to come back and do this meditation as often as possible and take your time that reminds me of our quote for today by Lao Tzu, and he says, Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Wow, that bears repeating. Short, sweet, and to the point. Nature does not hurry, yet everything is accomplished. Thanks for slowing down enough to just be here today. If you're really into it and want to capture that feeling and, and hold on to that feeling of old-time simplicity, just for fun, you may want to go back and watch a few reruns of Little House on the Prairie on Netflix or Amazon Prime or wherever you can find it. That's one of our favorites. Use that technology for finding that feeling of simplicity and just indulge in it today. It's okay. You're allowed to. There are many great books for ideas and inspirations you can find on the subject, and I'll be sure to recommend a few in the show notes on our website. But for today, just remember to begin by simplifying from within. 
By the way, you can find our resources page at mountainzenden.com. And be sure to subscribe to the show on iTunes and sign up for our newsletter and other information there. Thank you so much. Remember, life is a gift, nature is a gift, and you are a gift back to the world. We'll see you here tomorrow.